Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Are you wondering what type of camera that you should use when live streaming? You have a lot of options to consider. Do you use your built-in laptop webcam? How about a, a, an external webcam, maybe a DSLR camera? How about that smartphone, you know, a camcorder? You got lots of options to consider. So on this episode of the Launcher Live show, we're going to talk about different types of cameras that you can use to improve the video quality of your live stream. And this is episode 113, by the way. So, you know, if you're, uh, if you are listening and you want to check out the episode, just go to launch your dot live forward slash EP one, one, three. If you want to shop any of the items we're talking about on this episode, all you have to do is go to launch your dot live forward slash best cameras. So I'm going to go on and come on and say a quick hello. Hey everyone, how you doing? I'm Christian Karasevich. I'm the founder of Launcher Live, and I'm excited to have Marco Nova join me. We're going to talk about the best cameras that you should be considering, and this is actually a this is a good um, this is a good conversation because well the bottom line is you've got a lot of options when it comes to cameras, and so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about you know why the camera is important for live streaming. We're talking about different types of cameras. I kind of alluded to some of those. We're going to talk about how to choose the best one for your live stream setup. And we're going to talk about obviously tools and equipment, you know, sometimes it's cameras, but also some additional things. So I'm going to go and bring on Marco Novo and we're going to kick things off. Marco, how you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. And you? <laughs> doing pretty good. So, perfect. You, you know, we always talk about like, like the most important part of live streaming is audio, right? We've talked about yes. <laughs> microphones and things like that before, but we figured, you know what? Why don't we put together a show about the best cameras for live streaming? Because there certainly are a lot. And, you know, some people, they really don't know what to get. They just go off of, well, that's the most expensive one. Or they go off of like, you know, that's what everyone's recommending on a blog. And it's like, well, yeah, they could be recommending it, but, you know, it may not be what you need for live streaming. So, yes. This is going to be, you know, this is going to be a really good episode, I think. So what I want to do is this. I want to start off um, by, you know, I want to talk about why a camera matters for live streaming. So can you tell our viewers, like, why is a camera so important for live streaming? Well, it's the way you are viewed by your audience, your viewers. Okay. So it's the way you interact with them uh, in, because this is, this is, Sometimes it's difficult because you don't have that 3D interaction, eye in eye. So the camera will be kind of the bridge between you and your audience. And it's really important that it does the, the good job of showing you in the best way <laughs> to, to your viewers. And this is really important because if you're using a not so good camera if for instance it doesn't have the good a good focus it doesn't show the colors in the proper way if it's not placed in the right place this will cause some i don't know i don't know what to call this some noise visual noise and also and 
I, I, I like to talk about this. The way you look on camera, it's the way that people will uh, perceive your commitment with them. Okay, so if you're uh, with bad camera, bad lights, and the way you look on camera is not good, people will may think, oh, this person is not, not into it. It's not professional. He doesn't care about us. So it's important. Uh, one of the things you should have in mind is to pick a really good camera so you can look great in the screen. And then with that, having that f good feeling from your audience. That's a, a really good point, by the way. And I want to make sure we highlight, you know, for, for um, people watching, for example, if they're watching on YouTube, I, I want to highlight this great comment we received from Dean Home One who says, just like we need good audio, having a good video will up your production value. And striving for the best production value tells people you care. And I love that point. You both made that same point. And I think it's super yeah. <laughs> important is that it, it does show that you are committed to what you're doing. You're committed to live streaming. And here's the thing. I mean, a camera is important. I mean, and, and the thing is, a lot of times we make it like we say, oh, well, we're going to improve it. But here's the thing. The easiest way to improve your camera is just is to use what you have and to add some lights. That's the easiest way to quickly <laughs> level up your live. But, you know, you got to remember just because you add lights and if you have like a, if you have a low power camera, like a Chromebook or something like that. You know, yeah, just adding lights, it's going to give it a better picture, but it's not necessarily going to be like, oh, wow, now their live stream looks so professional. I want to tune in, right? It still comes back to like how good the information is and how, you know, well the person kind of knows the material, you know, and also obviously how they look on camera. So um, obviously it's important from that perspective. It shows your dedication, your commitment. The other thing I think that's also important in terms of like, you know, why camera matters for streaming is not, not just the fact that it's the whole commitment side, but it also can, I think in a way, like open up your creativity, you know, like, cause if you've just got like, if you're just using the built-in webcam in your laptop, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, like it, you know, like they open that up and it's like, okay, that's like just turning the camera on. Then you got to figure out, well, how do I position the laptop, you know, so that I look good on camera. Um, once you get that done, you know, then you have to get into the mechanics. How do I look into the camera? Right. So there's, you know, so it's important to have a camera that offers you some of that flexibility. You know, at the same time, it also can do things like my background, for example, is blurry. And that's a, it's called a bokeh, bokeh effect. And so it's blurring the background. You can do that with software like your webcam might have it, but your camera also might have the ability to do that as well. So, you know, if you go with the stock camera, it's going to help to a certain degree. And then you can just level up and level up and level up. And I think the key thing is once you buy a camera, the other thing to remember is don't get rid of it because you can always repurpose it. And we're going to talk about that here in a few minutes. So I love that point, Marco, you know, about why a camera is super important for live streaming. Now, the other thing we also want to make sure we talk about is some different types of cameras. So, we're going to give you all some demos here. And, and Marco, I don't know if you want to do the If we want to do the demos now, we can always do that. Um, but, you know, let's talk about some different types of cameras. So in terms of almost like the order, I guess, I would say use the, you start with what you have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> use the webcam that is built into your laptop. And 
One little trick, by the way, when you're using the webcam built into your laptop, a lot of people keep it like where they have to look down at the at the laptop. And what they end up doing is it's, you know, they end up basically tilting the lid backwards to give it a, a to try to give it a better view. But the problem is that that does not actually improve the view. It just gives somebody a shot up your nose. So <laughs> the, the correct way to fix that, by the way, is to get books or boxes from maybe Amazon and put the box on your desk and bring the laptop up to eye level and look into that camera. So um, keep that in mind. So, okay. So obviously we know you should, you could use your built-in uh, webcam on your laptop. Okay. We know that the quality is going to differ. So I know, for example, like we've got some items highlighted in the carousel, like we've got the, um, so I would say this, if you're using any sort of Mac and you're using like anything prior to the M1 MacBook pro, the quality is going to be okay. Um, with the M ones, what they have done is they've, they've improved it by using some software. It's, it's literally like, I mean, it's a better webcam, but the software is what's making it better for the most part. And so if you happen to have an older Mac, like an Intel Mac, they're going to be, uh, the, the webcam quality is not going to be as good. It's going to be better than a Chromebook, I think. Um, but maybe not as good as some of the PCs on the market. And then when you compare it to the M one, uh, Mac products, the M1 Macs are going to be just superior, I think, overall. Okay, so you got those cameras, right, Marco? So yes. what other types of cameras are out there? Like, just okay. categories. <clears throat> Let me see if I cover all of them. <laughs> so the first, as beginners, let's okay. uh, you have the built-in microphones in laptops. Then okay. you have... Webcams. Okay. Yep. You have also your cell phone. Don't forget about your cell phone because I know we forget that a really time, right? powerful camera there. Yeah. Okay. And then you have the how can I say it? The next league yeah. uh, options, which are and maybe we can start by the oldest because and it's the one I'm using right now, uh, the SLR. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You have also, and you can use, I'm using a old camcorder as well. Okay. And so this you, okay. Be an, a nice way for instance. And I, I like to, and we talk about this uh, all the time, repurposing uh, our uh, gear, which okay. could be nice for instance to, to improve the, the the angles and also to bring more uh, creativity. Okay. So I'm you can use as well a camcorder. And at the end of the story, I'm, I think I'm going to put the mirrorless cameras because they are the most modern ones and they tend to be the best option for you to get the best image on live streaming. Very cool. So, okay. So we got, uh, we've got webcams, we've got cell phones, we've got, uh, so, so we've got, uh, external webcams, we've got DSLR cameras, we've got camcorders. Let me see. There's any other ones. I, I know we've got like PTZ cameras. Yes. PTZ cameras. Yeah. So, well. so we got lots of options, right. In terms of cameras going, right. Yeah. Okay. So that's super important. Okay. So then I'll let, okay. So we've talked about different cameras and, and obviously like there's a bunch and there's tons of different models out there. Um, also, uh, you know, there's an option of uh, NDI as well. So there's an NDI camera app apparently. Um, for like iPhone 13 that will send the signal to some of your uh, streaming platforms that you're using. So yeah, good, good, good options there. Um, okay. So we know what types of cameras people should consider. Now, how do we go about choosing the best camera for live streaming? 
Like, so, okay, we've mentioned, so what we've done basically, okay, we've set up some buckets of cameras, right? And for those of you, by the way, who want to check out all the cameras we're talking about, all you have to do is uh, go to launch your dot live forward slash best cameras. And you can check out all the ones we're talking about during this episode. Um, okay. So how do I choose the right camera, Marco? Like you, you mentioned like, you know, okay, I get, I like, if I go with a laptop, it's going to cost me about a thousand bucks. Cause that's about the price of the laptop. If I go with a webcam, like a, a external webcam, it's going to cost me like 60 bucks on mm-hmm. to up to like $200. Then I could go to, um, let's see what else is out there. Uh, I could go to a DSLR, which is going to cost me, you know, 500 to a thousand easily. Um, I can go to a smartphone, which is going to cost me a thousand dollars or so. Right. Mm-hmm. A PTZ camera potentially. Right. Thousands. Yes. Uh, 1000. And okay. maybe I think there's some uh, 500 or around that. So yeah. the first thing I think you should consider is the budget you have. Okay. Okay. Also, and this this is something that we should have in mind as well. Yeah. How how sure you are about uh, live streaming? Well, your commitment, right? Yes. And also, if you think that this is something that it's really for you, you are you want to. If you are a beginner, okay, and you're you need you you are prepared to give the next step, or you just want to start. Because I don't think it's wise to buy an expensive camera if you are just starting. Because let's think about this. Okay. You are buying a, a Sony Alpha. You spend, I don't know, maybe $1,000 and then you make the, li- the first live show. And for some reason, you don't like what you made. What are you going to do with that $1,000 camera? Okay, that's a this could be, that's a very good question or good 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 thing to think about. And also, you should consider as well the the goal of the camera because okay. it 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 should be your overhead camera, it should be your uh, main camera, it should be a kind of wide angle camera as well. So this is something that you should have in mind the the final goal of the camera okay. because you you can't if you want to have a wide angle, you are not buying. For instance, um, a narrow uh, webcam because this will have I don't know maybe a seventy degree okay. <laughs> yeah. angle, and this uh, don't make uh, much sense. So this, and also you should consider the lights you have because if the the camera doesn't work really well with low lights or doesn't adjust really well to the lights, this could be a problem as well. And that's a good point, actually. And the other thing I think I would add as well when choosing a the best camera for live streaming is also like what you're uh, like, are you going to be somebody who's going to be in an office or are you going to be like traveling around as well? And the reason I say that is because all these components need to kind of work together. So like when we talk about it and we say, okay, well, you know, if you're going to be traveling around, it's easier to travel around with a DSLR camera and a tripod and things like that. than it is going to be like, you know, if you're going to use a webcam, a wet, like the built-in webcam, like, you need a lot of light, for example, to get that stuff to work. Indeed. Um, yes. So I think that's like, so I think those are all really, really, really good points. And, you know, and I like the fact that you've mentioned, um, you know, a couple of things actually you, you mentioned, that I think are really important. I think uh, one thing that you mentioned is, you know, obviously just think about what you're going to use it for as well. Like in, in, uh, and commitment, I mean, commitment, super important. So, okay. So in terms of budget, what are we talking about in terms of budget, right? 
Okay. As you mentioned, I think we can start around, I don't know, maybe to start. Okay. Let's make this uh, kind of uh, beginning stage. You already have a laptop. Okay. So, <laughs> so one of the things as a beginner, you can think about buying, I don't know, maybe the, the C920. Okay. Yeah. Which is uh, around... Uh, 60 to yeah, very so much, right? It's, it's the price range of yeah. this camera, so okay. it could be. And you can get a pretty decent webcam with this price range, so okay. this could be a good starting point. Got then it. you can go, for instance, the anchor I have, which has some nice features, which we're going to see in a few minutes. It's around $130. Yeah. I'm thinking also uh, about that uh, tiny Ops bot, which is a really uh, interesting camera. Yeah. And ATP yeah. does some movements, PTZ as well, and it's around $200. Okay. So I think to start, you can we, you can think about this price range from $50, $60 to $200. I think it's the Brio, it's over that price as well. It is, yes, yes. And we're going to talk, we're going to show you some of these cameras here in a, in a couple of minutes. But like, I like the fact that, you know, if you've got the, if you've already got a laptop, you can work off the laptop, like use that as your webcam to get started. But the quick step up, the quick win would be to upgrade to something like a Logitech C920, um, even a lot, even the anchor, uh, C 300 or even the, like the Logitech, uh, stream cam or the yes. Brio, like those, are, you hear us mention Logitech a lot. That's because Logitech does a really good job with their webcams. So I would say like, I love that step up and you got like multiple, like quick steps you can take there, which I think is super important. So, and then obviously once you go that route of, you know, okay, I've, I've done the 50 or hundred dollar upgrade. Right. And, and by the way, the, I wouldn't do, I would not do it this way. I wouldn't, I go from webcam all the way to like a Logitech Brio, for example, because you're going from like a built-in webcam all the way to like a $200 camera. And at that point, you could probably just buy another camera. Like you could buy, you could save up and buy a DSLR camera or something like that if you wanted to. Um, when you, you know, when you're already spending a couple hundred dollars on a camera. So I would think more incrementally there. Um, so I want to make sure we highlight a couple of really good comments, by the way. We've got another really good one coming in from Dean Home One saying, I think it's important to think of what you do in streaming. For example, I know some people that do product reviews and most of their shots are top down and you never see their face. So excellent point. So it, it comes down to, you know, when we're talking about budget and types of cameras, what are you going to do with it? You know, yeah. if, you know, for example, if you're, if you're into photography, a webcam is not going to be the best kind of camera to get. You may just may as well just buy a DSLR camera and then you can use it for photography, but you can use it for live streaming as well, or you can use it for making pre-recorded videos. So, Absolutely. you know, think about it like that. Um, so, you know, lots and lots, lots of things to consider. Um, and then the other thing also, when we talk about budget, by the way, you know, just some feature sets that you need to look for. So like, if you're like, Hey, I'm going to buy a, a webcam. Just think about this. Like um, there's a, Logitech C920 has a, a mount for a tripod. So it doesn't have to just attach to your computer. You can put it on a tripod. It could be a second camera. So just kind of think, don't just think like, oh, this is exactly what I'm going to use it for. Think about what you're going to use it for. And then what's that next level out? I.e., oh, I'm going to use it temporarily for 
my standard desk and then, hey, I want to move to, you know, a top down shot. Well, that may mean like, you know, you have two cameras and you may want to use that or repurpose that webcam. And because you can put it on a tripod or even the Elgato master mount, it would be actually really helpful there. So. Fantastic. And by the way, we're getting some really good uh, feedback over on uh, Amazon Live as well. We've got uh, uh, Corinders tuning in as well over there. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, by the way, if you are watching and you want to check out what we're doing, just go to launcher.live slash EP113. You can check out the Amazon live stream or, you know, if you're listening, you can also check that out. So fantastic, Marco. Okay, so we talked about budget for cameras, right? So now let's do this. Let's actually look at some of these different cameras, right? So I'm going back to our second topic. And we said, you know what? There's webcam, built-in webcams. There's external webcams. There's DSLR cameras. So let's do this. Let's... um. I want to have you kind of pull up some products and let's kind of start there. So let's start with that Logitech C920 that we got. And I know you mentioned, and like, I mean, that C920 is, it's what a USB like 2.0 cable, I think. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So it's not a, it's not a new camera. Um, Do me a favor. (laughs) Let's do this. Let's I'll show the product and then let's switch to your camera and show people what it looks like. We'll do like a before before after with you. So okay. so this is the Logitech C920 that we're talking about here. And it's in a deal. Really, really, oh my God. Let me hide this. Okay. So that's the Logitech C920 that you got there. Um, you know, and, and as you mentioned, I mean, this has, it's got like, it's got, an, it's got the ability, like you can unscrew the base and you can put it on a tripod. Um, Overall, I mean, it's a it's a good camera for what it does. It's you know 1080p. It's got um, the ability. It's got a built-in mic, but we often don't use the mics built into these. It has the ability to change the different angle, or sorry, the view of the camera. So, for example, if you want a wider shot versus a closer shot, you can change that. So it's it's very good in that sense. So do me a favor. Let's uh, let's put you full screen. So what kind of camera are you using now? I'm using now. I'm using a DSLR. Okay. This is a, a Canon Rebel T5i. Cool. So let's switch I'm to using, your C920. Yeah. I because this is uh, my oldest camera. It has this, and this is something that I want to highlight about this Logitech camera. And I, yeah, I'm saying uh, Logitech because this is something about Logitech. They do products. They last long okay besides uh-huh. the good quality of the camera and i think there's one thing there are they are not doing right now because this one has a carl zeiss lens yeah okay i don't know if they if they are using uh carl zeiss uh, anymore but it, it it is a really nice camera as you can see okay i'm using it, it to when i do my unboxes unboxings here on amazon i'm using this overhead angle so as you can see it has a pretty nice image okay and something that i want to highlight as well about logitech cameras yeah is that usually webcams they they are hard to manage they are hard to set properly uh-huh. some brands like uh, elgato anchor as far as i'm um, some others, they have a software for you to adjust the image and these kind of things. Logitech has two softwares for you to do that, which is something interesting. They have one more complex called Logi Capture, 
Okay. Both yep. are mm-hmm. free. You just go to the Logitech yeah, you go to their website yeah, and right. you will find and you will search for them and you will find. And the other one, which is easier to use, you can adjust on the fly. The image is the Logitune. Okay. They have kind of filters, adjust, you can adjust the exposure, the white balance, the colors and that things that we, we need to adjust, but really easy and straightforward to do. So this is something that I like to say and I like, I can't stress enough uh, some f- things about Logitech is how their products, they, they last. This camera has seven years old and working perfectly. Okay. As you can see. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is they have good quality, good image quality. They last. And so, and this is something that we should have in mind when we think about the budgets, for instance, is Okay, we're going to spend this amount of money, but how long it will last? And this could be something that you should have in mind as well, because sometimes we we go, we say, okay, I don't want to spend that much money. And after one year, you need to buy another webcam. So <laughs> after one year, you see that you spend more money than if you were buying the good camera. Absolutely. Yeah. And, th- and that's a great point you bring up. I mean, so, okay, so that's the C920. Um so in your case, like you've done, you put it there. Now, what I want to do is I'm going to let's, let's, um, let's talk about my camera setup. Okay. So I've got, let me just see what we got here. So I have a DSLR camera and this is, uh, um, and you've got lots of options when it comes to DSLR cameras, by the way. So I've got a, this is a Sony, I think it's a 6,500, I think. So it's a, the a, the alpha series. And so I've got that. And that's what my camera looks like right now. So this is what it looks like. And it's the camera with an additional lens on it. And that's going to, that creates this blurred background that you see here. Right. And as you can see, there's no green screen. I can move my hands. Like there's no green screen or anything like that. So that is this camera. Now, what I want to do is I'm going to switch to my other camera and you're going to see a difference. So I'm going to switch. So this is the Sony alpha that I'm using. So great camera. The, the, Thing though is this kind of camera is not, you know, it's not a cheap camera. You're buying the camera, you gotta buy the lens, and there's a bunch of other accessories. We'll talk about those in a minute. So I've got that. But then the other thing I also have is this. I have a Logitech Brio. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna switch to this right now. So this is the Logitech Brio. And as you can see, I mean, what what are some things you notice, Marco, with this camera? It's uh, the the image, it's more uh, clear. Okay, so it's more clear. Okay, more more light. Yes, got it. And and then well, and then the other thing I yes. think I'd, I'd also mention about this is the other camera has better definition between myself yes. and the background. This one, yes. I'm on camera, but I'm like I can move my hands. I mean that's okay because you can see there's like you know there's separation between the background and myself, but. I think like I overall, like I feel, I think I feel like I'm part of the background with this camera. Right. So, you know, that is something you got to consider like in terms of the camera and the angle is also different. I mean, this is a webcam and I'm like, I got to sit back to feel like I fit more in the shot. Right. Versus like, yeah. Another thing is the, 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 the light adjustments. Yeah. Okay. And usually Brio, it's, 
adjusting all the time so you don't have that stable image which could be a little bit annoying as well to your viewers definitely and i will say this the the other thing i like about i will say the thing i like about the brio is that it offers up to 4k image quality as well so i can control via the logi software i can control the like for example it's a pretty zoomed in shot like right now i'm back to the the um, dslr but on the logitech so if i'm using their software what i can do here is um, I can control like like the focus isn't as quick, obviously, but I control the resolution. I can control this angle. So there could be a wide angle, a closer shot and a closer shot if I want that. Um, so you have options with the um, the Logitech Brio. Um, the other thing also I think you have to remember here is for a few hundred dollars more, I could just buy a, a DSLR camera. So you kind of have to look at like what you're going to get here. Um, I will say the features I do like, I mean, it does have a couple of cool things like it is USB-C capable. So you can plug USB-C to USB-C, USB-C to USB-A. So it can plug directly into a computer. It does not work with a switcher. So I have to like manually switch this. And then the other thing is it does have, um, it's got a pretty small sensor, but it does have a nice little privacy shutter. So I can just close it right up if I want to, for example. So pretty neat little camera. So uh, again, we're, we're talking about like leveling up. Okay. So then the other thing I'd also recommend when we're talking about cameras. So we talked about like the, the C920 and we talked about the Brio. There's a third Logitech camera and Marco, let's bring this one up. It's called the stream cam. And what's unique about this particular camera is the stream cam. So unlike, so, so the C920 and the Brio only shoot horizontally. What's cool though is that you can actually get this. This is the C9. This is the Logi, uh, Logitech Stream Cam, and this actually can rotate vertically and horizontally, which means if you want to shoot cameras for videos for TikTok or Instagram or things like that, all you got to do is rotate the camera. Versus the standard webcam does not rotate, so. In terms of the quality, it's good quality. It's 1080p. It's not 4K, but it's 1080p. It's USB A, uh, USB 3.0, USB C, um, and overall, it's a good camera. So, what do you think about this one, Marco? I think it's a good camera, even though I don't. I, I st I'm still not getting the point about the portrait mode. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think the reason is because what a lot of people will do with it is they will shoot. Like if they have just a standard webcam, they can never shoot horizontally and vertically with it, right? So if they want kind of the best of both worlds, this falls, if I'm looking at like where things fall, the the Brio is the more, slightly more expensive option. The C920 is on the lower end of the spectrum. The stream cam falls in the middle and it gives you that kind of little party trick of being able to rotate if you want to shoot those videos. Now, the great thing about that is it means that you could do like what we're doing right now. Like we could have, we could have us like we could have that camera on a tripod and be shooting vertical video with that camera and then capturing horizontal with another. So so it does give you the ability to have kind of two options if you want. So uh, the only downside to the obviously all of those webcams is that they do not work with the uh, they do not work with the uh, eight to many or a camera switcher. There's there's a few workaround things you can do, but they really don't work with those. Okay, so we talked about those. 
let's just let's let's uh let's move up to another camera, Marco. I want to bring up that anchor camera, and you have the anchor camera, I think, right? Yes, I do. I do have. So let's do this. Let's put um. Let's let's uh, let's show you full screen. So this is his DSLR, and then Marco's going to switch to. Is this the anchor camera? Yes, it is. So I got to say, the things I notice here, the definition's not great. Yeah. So that's one thing I definitely noticed. The definition is not great. Um, the other thing I notice is the color is is very different. Like yes, you look a little more washed out, I think. Yes, um, and there's two things that I think this camera could can improve, which are uh, the exposure because okay. the exposure yeah. is AI managed. Okay. okay, so there's no way that you can manage this manually. And the other one is the colors, uh, as you can tell. They, I think they could be a little bit more. I don't know, more uh, sharp, crisp, or something. Yeah, and, and I will say this: I noticed that about all these webcams, like every webcam we use. Like I'm going to switch to the Brio right now, and like you'll immediately notice the colors are different. Yeah, <laughs> like your colors are different. My colors are different. The colors from the DSLR are different. So, you know, you got to kind of consider that it's like, oh, well, I could pay, you know, a few hundred dollars for like a good webcam. But I also have to then like if I like you're, you're looking at this, I'm moving my hand and look what's happening. Like the light is causing <laughs> it to adjust. Right. Yep. Versus when I switch back to the DSLR, if I do that, it doesn't actually like it's not it's not because I don't want it to adjust. Right. I don't want the light to adjust. The only thing yeah, it's yeah. switching is because. It's switching because my hand is in focus, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's super quick, right? So that's a big difference, I think, between these webcams and these DSLRs. So one thing I want to do, I'm going to put you full screen now. So I saw your camera move a second ago. Can you talk about, like, what what is this feature? So this, this, this for me, it's one of the most impressive. I think it is actually the most impressive feature okay. about this webcam. And I think this feature has two end goals. For instance, if you're a trainer and you, you're you doing an online training and for instance, you're talking here, sitting on your desk and then you need to go to a whiteboard, for instance. Yeah. You can move. And for, let, let me pretend that I'm writing here on a, a whiteboard. And as you can see, it's following my movement. Yeah. So this could be one of the the ways to use this tracking movement. Uh-huh. And the other, this is a conference call as well, uh, camera. So for instance, if you're in a room with more than one people on one table doing a remote call and using this camera, this will adjust, I think, I never tried, but I think it will adjust to the person who is, who, who's talking. Okay, so the camera may fall and track the the person so this this is i think it's the most interesting feature about this camera also it has a low light behavior interesting and if you want i can <laughs> yeah sure let's I can turn. okay i'm gonna turn my lights off let me do this and this is how i look okay and so it's, so it's actually pretty it's, decent in low light Yes, because uh, in my DSLR camera, I look like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay so. Yes. So, so, 
So it's really interesting. So like, okay, so when you put, when you turn off the light completely, the DSLR does not look good. Yes. But then when you turn off the light completely and you have the anchor, uh, power comp C300, it actually still picks up some of the light. So you do have a couple trade-offs, but I will, I still would say this. If you have to go, if a webcam is what you have to use, you still want to have good light because they need good light to look good. If you don't, if you don't have good light, it's not going to look good. <laughs> don't, don't just because you have a, this camera, don't think that you can do a decent uh, live streaming from from a, a cave. Yeah, okay. right, right, <laughs> exactly. You got to be very mindful of that when you're using these kinds Absolutely. of cameras. Absolutely, yes. You know, and um, I want to make sure we highlight some comments that have come in. I mean, we've got a comment from Dean Home One saying, you know, better sensors and DSLR and mirrorless cameras. Yeah. Absolutely, there are Absolutely. better sensors, bigger sensors, which means more light and things like that can come in. Versus when you're using a webcam, you don't necessarily get that. So it is a trade-off. But when we talk budget, you know, we're talking, you know, the C920 is on the low end. The Streamcam and the Anchor C300 are in the middle. And then we move up to, um, sorry, it's, it's yeah, it's Anchor, uh, Streamcam, and then we move to the Logitech Brio. Like, again, you're spending a few hundred dollars, upwards of a few hundred dollars potentially, for decent there's, picture, yeah. There's a new one, uh, the face cam from Elgato, which I think yeah. it's a pretty nice uh, camera because, for instance, the other day, uh, Kevin Colby made a live show. Uh, he was my guest and yeah. he was using a face cam and the quality of the image was pretty good. Yeah. And I put that, by the way, let's do that. Let's pull that up actually real quick. Let's show our viewers that one. That's also in, uh, you know, so you, you kind of have to think about it like this, like the Elgato face cam um, is another option as well. And here's the thing, that's actually more expensive than yeah. the, uh, it's, it's more expensive than the, um, the Logitech Brio. So yeah, you gotta, there's a lot of stuff you gotta keep up. I mean, right? Okay, there you go. So Marco's got this pulled up for us. This is what it looks like. This is the face cam. And it's a good camera. It, don't get us wrong. It's a very good camera. But, you know, we're also talking like budget wise, it's definitely on the higher end of the budget. So you do have to make sure, you know, you do keep that in mind when you are considering what kind of camera you want to get. Um, So, so those are, okay. So we talked about, so we talked about, um, and by the way, if you want to, if you want to shop any of the items that we we're talking about, just go to uh, launcher.live slash best cameras and check all the items out on Amazon. Uh, we've got a, we've got a whole list of, of all the cameras and accessories and things like that we, we're talking about. So, okay. So we've talked webcams, we've talked uh, cameras that kind of move with you. I got one other camera I want to talk about real quick. And then, um, and then we're gonna talk about some accessories. And this is the Logitech, the Mevo Start. So for those of you who want like this one, you know, again, you're, you're hearing us to say the same in Logitech, 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 right? So this is the <laughs> Mevo start. And can you tell people about this camera, Marco? I, I don't, I don't know. It's really well. Yeah, so <laughs> if you don't. Okay, mind. sure. So, so Marco mainly uses a lot of the other, uh, you know, he uses a lot of the other, like the webcams and things like that. I can tell you, I've used the Mevo start camera um, in terms of quality. It does say it does 1080p. It does need a good amount of light. It has, 
app control as well. So it does. So you actually can control the camera motion with your phone. So basically, if you wanted to pan, unless it's, can we highlight that photo you've got up right there, by the way? So, so this is what's really nice about this camera is that, as you can see, you've got one, two, and then you've got a third camera, right? Yeah, you got a third camera. And depending on what you're going to do with it, you could position you could position all of these cameras on different things. Like for example, that back one, if you're doing a cooking show, they got one camera on the stove. They got another one directly facing her and they got one on her hands. So you got some options there in terms of like just cameras and camera angles. And the great thing about using the Mevo even, and and here's the thing, you got to look at the price. It's, you know, this is one camera. There's also a separate app that it uses. And so, the great thing is it does offer some of the flexibility you would not normally get with the basic webcam, but what it doesn't offer is, I mean, the quality is good, but I think you're going to get better camera quality out of a DSLR or a mirrorless camera. So what do you think about this one? I mean, it, it does the tracking, which is kind of cool. You can move it, which is kind of, which is nice as well. Yeah, I think it's, it's pretty nice. And again, it depends in the, in what you need and what you want. So for these kind of shows, this could be a, a really nice option when you have this need to use these different angles and also the following option. Yeah. So I think it, I didn't know that, that, that this was from Logitech. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's a Logitech. Yeah. And, um, and there are some different ones. There's the Mevo start and there's like a Mevo uh, plus as well, you know, and you basically get, you know, you get, um, you get good, it, they're both pretty good cameras. So, you know, I think like the key thing, you know, it's USB-C, it's got a micro SD card slot as well. Um, so they're, they're very good cameras to use. And I think the thing that I think I like about these kinds of cameras, the ones that kind of follow you, is that, you know, when you're doing a, like, like when you think about like a show that somebody's doing, like a, let's say it's cooking demonstration or makeup tutorial, right? A lot of times it's not the one person like you see Marco doing because Marco's done this for a while, you know, but for a lot of people, it's hard to switch cameras in the middle of the stream. <laughs> so they're like, you know, they're like looking around and they're like, oh, I got to push this button, you know, like they're taking the focus off of the viewer versus talking and being like, hey, you know what, Marco, let's do like this. Like, so if you're if you're doing a live stream by yourself, for example, it's mm -hmm. a lot you're having to be on camera and you're also having to control what all is kind of going on. Yeah. And so you do want to make sure you kind of keep this stuff in mind, you know, because as you can see, Marco's got to, you know, he's he needs to kind of time his camera switches when he's not looking like, for example, if I say, hey, Marco, I'm going to put I'm going to put myself on camera. He can now be changing his view on his camera so that then when I cut back to him, I have a different view of him. So, you know, that is something you have to keep in mind if you decide to go the route of some of these other uh, cameras. You know, for example, as uh, NLTMW here is saying, the selling point of the Mevo is the fact that it's wireless. And then there is an app. Yes, there is an app that does it does some of that auto tracking and following there. So you do have to just kind of keep that in mind in terms of just the type of camera you need. And again, when we start talking about that camera, we're talking it's much higher than the other ones we talked about. So you're you're rivaling a DSLR at that point. OK, so I want to talk about one more camera. You know, two cameras. I want to talk about this Ozbot, uh, or, um, Ozbot um, PTZ camera. So we want to talk about that one real quick. And then we just want to talk about briefly about using a DSLR camera. And we kind of talked about, you know, DSLRs earlier. But so this next camera that we have here, this is the um, 
the uh, Obspot um, tiny PTZ camera. Now, what does this do, Marco? Well, this is um, this. It's funny because I don't know about you, but I was when they were trying to found the to fund the 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 project. I was seeing all the time sponsored posts by uh, to to buy this camera. Yeah. And the thing is, she, she moves and also she zooms. So as you can see in this image, these are two different gestures you need to do. One is to uh, tell the camera to follow your movements. Uh-huh. Okay. And the other one is to tell the camera to zoom in, zoom out um, to uh, a target, a given target. So this could be useful, for instance, if you're doing a, a training and you want to, and for instance, let, let's think about this. You're doing a training uh, with people uh, offline and other people which are following the training online. Yeah. So you can you can have the the best from the two worlds, and with this camera which moves, you can you can uh, use it uh, while you're moving. For instance, mm -hmm. in the room, and then you go to the whiteboard and you're explaining something in the whiteboard. So this camera will follow you. Yeah. And you it will it will zoom to a given target that you will show to her. Nice. And this is really useful. Yeah, and the great thing is it is using AI, so artificial intelligence yes. to help do yes. some of that yes. zooming, you know, and I mean, I think like, and we're going to talk about this in a um, couple minutes, like what our picks would be for like a camera, like our beginner, intermediate, advanced. And so I like this camera. I like it a lot. Um, the, um, yeah, yeah. the PTZ camera, you know, I, I like it because just the quality seems like it's there. And overall, I mean, I think like if I were to buy this or a webcam, like here's the thing, the price of those is much more expensive than a webcam. And PTZ, by the way, stands for pan, tilt and zoom. So just keep yes. that in mind. So um, it's a good, very good camera if you're looking for something like that. Okay. So then the last camera I want to talk about, and you and I talked about this earlier, Marco, like I'm going to talk about like the ZV-1, but like you and I are both using DSLR cameras, right? And DSLR yes. cameras have a lot of benefits to them. So, you know, this is the ZV-1. And this is, you know, it has like, I mean, I guess like, let's talk about like some of the, like in terms of price, this is double, triple, four times, five times more than the webcam, right? It's going to give you better quality. Um, the other thing though is, so it's going to give you better quality. Uh, it also has, in this case, it's got 4K support. It's got a screen as well built onto it. So you can actually see what you look like. You know, these are little, little intangibles, I think, that people need to think about when they're trying to buy a camera for streaming. Um, yes. A couple other things this has, it's got a defocus switch. So then this way you can easily have it focus and defocus on the background, like make some adjustments there with the push of a button. Um, you know, the fact that it has that flip out screen, which, you know, as Dean Home One mentions, helps uh, to frame your shot. That's a lot easier because, you know, if you go with a webcam, a lot of times you don't really see what you look like on camera because there's no screen. <laughs> so it's like, so if you're, if you're live streaming, you get a preview, but if you are live streaming, recording. if you're recording, yeah, right. Like you don't see what you look like on camera. So you do the recording and then you have to maybe do redo the recording because it doesn't look right. So no, I think these are, this is a very good camera in terms of what you get. Um, and again, you could also just remember, this does not mean that you have to just use it at home. This also means that you can take this DSLR with you and, and use it somewhere else. 
So Absolutely. if you want to go out and about, like say you want to go on location and shoot, you set up a tripod, you put this on a tripod and you've got a great camera versus a webcam. Oh, I got to run a cable for it. And you know, there's a lot of things you have to do in that sense. So, um, yeah, so just some, just some stuff to kind of think about with that camera. And so that's the ZV, uh, the ZV one. And then I'm using, uh, I've got the, the Sony alpha. I'm going to cut back to our cameras. I'm on the alpha. I've got an external lens on this. But, you know, again, I'm on a camera that, again, like, look at this. I can move my hand in front. It's it's super quick to focus because of those sensors in those bigger cameras. So I guess think of it like this. When you shrink your cameras down, you don't get as big of a sensor. So, um, so those are some, like, good options. And then the last camera option I want to talk about is this. I want to talk about using your <laughs> smartphone as a camera. I almost forgot about this one, Marco. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. your smartphone... When we talk about like budget, right? Samsung, Android, they're uh, sorry, uh, iPhone, uh, Android, they are great cameras for recording video. There's some really good features in these, especially if you get the higher end camera models. And I think that overall, like if you already bought one of these, like you've already spent a thousand bucks probably on a phone, right? And you can still use your phone as a camera. And you just need to buy like a little uh, tripod to put it on. And the picture quality is very good. It will rival my DSLR camera. So what do you, do you have anything you want to add about using a smartphone, Marco? Well, it's uh, one of the things you should be, should be aware is the battery. And sometimes we forget that. Okay. So put it to charge while you're using it. Yeah. Or at least at the beginning, check if it's full charge because when we are using uh, the cell phone in video mode, it's something that really drains fast your battery. Okay. And also, I think instead of, of uh, if you are want to give the next step and you thinking about buying a, I don't know, maybe you have a, a, a C920 and you're thinking about uh, buying a $150 to $200 webcam, uh-huh. maybe you should save that money and use your cell phone and then one day buy a, a, a mirrorless or DSLR camera. I think it's a best movement than uh, buying these tiny steps uh, cameras. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a really good point, actually. Um, you know, the fact that, and, when, and we'll get to this here in a second, but like when we talk about cameras, like we always tell people, you know, the best camera to start with is what you have. It's built in your laptop and then move up to a webcam and you can decide how quickly you make that jump. Like if I were starting out, if I were just starting out live streaming, I'd say use the built in webcam. Let's upgrade you to a Logitech C920 just to get started. And then you can quickly make that jump to the next camera, i.e. I would bypass most of the other cameras and then consider getting you know, a DSLR camera or using my smartphone at that point. Absolutely. And th- there's, there's other thing that I think we should consider because there's lots of people that have a, a not so modern DSLR camera, Yeah, which can be used because uh, a few, I think it was about since May or April, 2020, some of the biggest brands, they brought uh, software that allows you to use uh, your DSLR camera as a webcam. Okay, just using a USB cable to connect from the camera 
to the computer. Yeah. This could be not, maybe not the most amazing image, but mm -hmm. it could be a nice way for you to have a good camera yeah. without spending that much money because you know, most of the times you only need to buy a dummy battery. Yes. And we're going to talk about that in a second. So, you know, I, I, I think overall, I mean, these are just really good, uh, really good cameras to consider. So let's do this. Let's, um, let's look at just, let's do this real quick. Let's look at just some tools and some accessories for your camera. And then we're going to talk about, you know, which one we would get. Okay. So in terms of tools and accessories, so I just want to show you some like cool options that you can get here. So these are things you need to think about from a studio perspective. So Marco, let's bring up the first item. This is the Atom Mini Pro. And I, do you have one of these or not? I, I do. I'm using not it yet. right now. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> so I've got, okay. So this is the Atom Mini Pro. So we're talking tools and accessories for your camera. And this is something you need to consider. If you, if you at any point think you're going to use a DSLR camera, I would not, you know, I would not make those like incremental jumps to like webcam to a different webcam to a little more expensive webcam to more, a little more expensive webcam because yeah. you will never be able to use these with the ATEM Mini Pro. The ATEM Mini Pro is a video switcher and it lets you connect an HDMI capable camera to it. And you can push, if you go to the front, there's like big buttons for camera one, two, three, four, et cetera. And you can quickly switch between those. So for example, you could have camera one, which is your main DSLR camera. Camera two might be a computer plugged in with an HDMI cable. Uh, camera three might be an iPhone or an iPad connected by HDMI to a lightning cable or uh, HDMI to USB-C. So you got options there, but you do have to consider if you're going to implement this into your live stream workflow, because it wouldn't like, for example, I've got this Brio and I can't use it with the ATEM. So then I have to kind of think of like other creative ways to use it. So, so that's one accessory that people need to check out. And there's different models of the ATEM. You know, I typically, I've got the ATEM mini pro ISO, uh, but you can get started with just the ATEM mini, like the base model. If you you know, just to do a quick camera switch. The other things to think about Marco, I think also are, um, let's pull up that Sony. It's a Sony, a remote control, by the way. So it's a Sony wireless remote. And here's the thing. If you're somebody who, if you've made the purchase of the anchor C 300, or, you know, you've purchased the, uh, the, uh, Obspot, um, PTZ camera, or you've got the Mevo and they do that automatic movement for you. That's a good thing to consider. However, you know, this is the, the remote. You may want to consider getting one of these. This is a uh, Sony wireless Bluetooth shooting grip and tripod. And so this would mean you could put the camera on a tripod and have it right in front of you, or you could just use the remote separately to control the camera. So again, this becomes part of your workflow. How do you make it easier on yourself to switch you know, to change the camera view or the angle or things like that. This actually will make it easy to move the camera. So it again works with um, the Sony, uh, the A models, alpha models. So, you know, the sixes, the sevens and whatnot. So that's a good option to consider. And then the other thing I think we should also just talk about real quick, Marco, is a dummy battery, right? <laughs> so let's, let's bring up a dummy battery. I'll tell people what a dummy battery is. Uh, actually, we've got two more items. One is going to be a dummy battery. So when you are deciding, you know, if you're going to go with like a webcam, 
you do not need a dummy battery. What a dummy battery does is it is for when you are using a DSLR camera. And what it does is you basically take out the existing battery. You don't, you do not have the thing powered on and run it off battery. That's the first thing. Second thing you don't do with it is, you know, and the reason you don't do that is because there's then a lot of heat being generated because streaming takes a lot of power in that sense. So you're basically going to trash your battery at that point. And so instead, what you're doing is this is putting a an empty battery into the camera slot of the DSLR camera. And then the cable is running out to a USB plug. So you could plug it into a power outlet with the appropriate adapter or things like that to be able to charge the camera. Basically, it's providing AC power. So I use this for my DSLR camera. And the thing is, a lot of people, what they'll do is they will run it. They'll either do this. They'll either run the battery directly and they'll be like, well, hey, I only get like an hour of streaming on this. Or (laughs) the other thing they'll do is they'll plug it in and try to charge and use the battery at the same time. And that's a big no-no because it creates a lot more heat because you're basically charging it and trying to use it at the same time. So you're doing both things. So you have to keep that in mind. So that is, so I'd highly recommend getting a dummy battery. And I like the newer one. That's what I use, but there are other models as well. Um, But I go with the newer one just because the, typically the name brand, just the quality of it. Um, And the other accessory you need to look at is the stream deck, right, Marco? Yes. So you need to look at a stream deck. And why, what is a stream deck? What does it do? Multifunctions, <laughs> almost everything you, you want it to do. But one of the things you can do with it yeah. to ease the, the process of changing camera angles, for instance, okay. is that you can set one given button to have this uh, camera. Yeah. Okay. You, you should use this, sync this with OBS, for instance, and use OBS as a virtual camera. So I create my scenes on OBS. Yeah. And then I, I, I say to Stream Deck, look, when yeah. I hit this button, I want you to bring that scene from Stream Deck to my, okay. to my screen. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So this, uh, this is a nice way for you to have more camera angles. And for instance, one of the things you can do is that you can zoom. And I made this to a friend of mine, which was the same camera in the same position. And I zoomed in and out. Yeah. And so it, it kind of, it seems like he's changing the scene, but it's just a zoom in and out. So this is something that you can do as well, but also you can, have different angles and this could be nice for instance when i do my unboxings and uh, yeah. reviews on amazon so i can change the camera to see different angles so i can see a uh, show properly the products to to people and i'm just using uh hitting the buttons so i can change the scene and this could be really useful and also if you're using elgato the face cam from elgato this could be uh hardware for you to control that uh, hardware as well. Fantastic. And do me a favor. Let's cut to your shot. Well, let's show people what the stream deck looks like. First of all, like, do you have it? I think we have it on Amazon, right? Yes. So we're going to bring it up on Amazon so you can see what the stream deck looks like. And there's different ones, by the way. So this is the stream deck and there's a, there's a 15 button one. Uh, There's even like a little six button one and there's a 32 button one. Um, personally, you know, I, I have both, you can run multiple ones at the same time. So you could have more controls for one program and then use the other one for, you know, additional controls that you may need. So, so this is a look at the, um, this is the Elgato stream deck and Marco, you have one of these, right? Yes, I do. 
So can you do me a favor? Can we actually uh can we actually bring up your um can we bring yours yes. up? Let me see the best angle to show it. I think this could be a nice option. Let me put it a little bit down. Okay, so oop. So Marco's gonna let me pull up Marco's uh shot. So this is him. He's using the he's got the ATM mini here. He's got it there in front of him. He's playing with the like there's a little kickstand on it so you can adjust the angles. You know, okay, but so. but basically what it does, they're physical buttons that you can push to trigger different things. So for example, if you're using like if, if OBS is the software you're using to stream out to Amazon, for example, or YouTube or wherever, you can set I up can the buttons. Angles. And one of the things I like to do, and this, if you want to go uh, to the review world <laughs> on uh, live streaming, yeah. one of the things I like to do is, uh, even though they sometimes they get out of uh, their place, but uh -huh. one of the things I like to do is to show, uh, to, to compare uh, cameras. So I do this. Also, I like to do, for instance, when I'm doing this overhead shot, one of the things I like to do is to have my picture in picture so people can see my face yeah. while I'm talking because I think this is a way to connect with people as well. So I have this angle as well. So, uh, for instance, sometimes it's good to show, for instance, my lights. <laughs> so that's that's how this works. One of the things I, I do with this Stream Deck, but there's this is kind of endless options you can use with Stream Deck. One of the things I'm using, I'm starting to use is that you can preset uh, text blocks, okay? Yeah. And instead of being typing all the time the same text, yeah. you can just hit the button and there you go. Nice. <laughs> it triggers yeah. the, the text you want to write. Very cool. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, so overall, yeah, like this is, uh, so that's, that's another accessory that you want to consider getting, you know? And the great thing is it depends on the streaming platform. Like we're streaming with StreamYard, but... You know, you can use. There's other platforms you can also use to to do the live streaming as well. Like if you need to um, easily, like for example, some of the like OBS is a free piece of software. You know, so it has some features or some learning curve to it. So it depends on where you're at in your live streaming journey. But you know, you can use the uh, the Stream Deck, for example, to control uh, Streamyard. You can use it to control OBS. You can use it to control other things you're doing. There's so much you can really work with. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So. Very cool. Um, and then the last accessory I think we should talk about, Marco, is so we should talk about a tripod, by the way. Okay. So I'm just going to pull up, like, I want to talk about uh, two two quick little tripods. So the first one is um, there's a Manfrotto. It's a little desk tripod. And, and I have one of those. Let me see if I have it over here. Uh, you know what? Tell people about this tripod, Marco. What does it do? Well, it's a tiny desk tripod, okay? So you can put your camera uh, on it, okay? And that's a nice way. And one of the things I will recommend is to avoid a little bit, not, okay, sometimes you can use, but avoid putting the cameras on your monitor because they tend to shake a little bit. So if you, yeah. for instance, if you knock on your desk, this will cause vibration and your camera will shake as well. Okay, so a tripod gives a more stable position to your cameras. So, and also a more, how can I say, portable option as well. So uh, this could be a nice option for you to use the, this tripod. And one of the things I like about this Manfrotto yeah. is that they have amazing design. <laughs> 
<laughs> they do. They have, they have good design, but it's also good quality. So I have this little tripod yes, here. Absolutely. And as Marco was mentioning, this is a, it's a desktop tripod. So like I'll extend the legs. So like the legs can extend, for example, but they can't like, they can extend and you can lock them in place. Like you get, you can lay it flat, for example, or you can, you know, make some adjustments and lock it in place. But the thing is, it, it's got a nice ball head, great design. But if you're going to put like a heavy camera on this, it's not going to really help. And the other thing you got to remember with this kind of tripod is just that you might want something lightweight. Like maybe you want a very, you know, maybe you have a webcam you want to put on this. So you could put it on top of this kind of tripod. But don't think that, oh, well, I'm going to get a, you know, a DSLR camera, which is heavy on the front, for example, because of the lens and put it on one of these. You do need to make sure you get the right kind of tripod. And so we would recommend, again, we're fans of Manfrotto, but Marco, bring, bring up this other tripod we've got here. You know, you can always get a nice heavy duty tripod that you can put, you know, your camera on, whether it's like you can put one around you, for example. Um, I also like the Elgato master mounts as well, but this is uh, just a, a, a heavy duty tripod. It's got, you know, uh, it's got a lot of control over it. You can simply slide that plate in the middle out, put your uh, camera on it, and then you can rotate the tripod, for example, if you need to. Um, I would say this, I mean, when you are, you got to think about all this because as you're buying cameras and things like that, you don't want to, for example, you don't pay $1,000 and then buy a $30 tripod. <laughs> or less. <laughs> Ex exactly. You get what you pay for. And in that sense, if that thing falls over, game over for your camera for the most part. So you have to keep that stuff in mind. Um, but overall, you know, the, uh, you got to make sure you get the right kind of uh, tripod. And the other thing also is you got to think about the height. So like I mentioned this, you know, little Manfrotto Pixie, it goes on my desk. It's not going to get at eye level. So I'm going to be looking down at it most of the time. So you kind of have to think about what you're going to do with the camera and everything else like that. So, um, so that's a very good tripod option as well. So, Lots, you know, so it's not, so when we talk about buying, you know, the best camera for live streaming, there's a lot of stuff to consider. It's not just buying the camera. It's the camera. <laughs> it's the lens. It's how do I want to switch the, you know, how do I want to switch angles, for example, or it's even things like, um, you know, I got to buy a tripod for this. I can't just like, I'm not going to put it on my desk. Right. And when you think about it, all those things, the costs do add up quite a bit. Right. So, you know, just, just keep that in mind. So then my question, I guess, here's my question for everyone watching. And I want to hear from you, Marco, as well. I want to know, you know, I want to hear from people like Marco and I are using DSLR cameras, but we've incorporated a webcam into our productions, right? What kind of camera are you currently using? Just leave us a comment if you're watching on Amazon or wherever else. Um, and then Marco, I want to hear from you. Like if, if you were starting out, what would be the first camera you would buy and then if you were going to make an immediate upgrade, what would you buy? And then what would be your third camera? Okay. If I was starting today, I will buy the same exactly camera I bought when I started the C920. Okay. <laughs> the one I'm thinking about to buy is the Sony ZV10, ZVE10. Yeah. Okay. This is a, a new camera, but I don't. I think it's kind of hidden in on Amazon. <laughs> but this would be the my next movement. Okay. In a few months, because it, I think for content creators, is a really good choice. Okay, cool. 
And then if you're buying, so, okay, so I, I like that. Okay. So then if I were going to buy my first camera, I would say uh, the Watch C920 would be where I'd start. So it doesn't matter. Like if you've got, I mean, if you've got like a new laptop, start with the new laptop. If you're coming from an older laptop, I would immediately go to the C920. That's my base one I would start with. And then personally, I actually, I got to say, I think I really like the, I like the, um, I like that anchor camera. I got to say, I like the AI aspect to it, but I think my next camera would actually be the stream, the stream cam. And the reason is because it's a, it's a, it's a couple steps up. And then it also offers the ability to record vertical and horizontal video. And the reason I say that is because, you know, there's a, there's a really good comment from, um, let me find it real quick. There was a really good comment, uh, from one of our viewers NLTMW who said, you know, Hey, isn't portrait mode preferred for mobile and social platforms like Instagram and TikTok?" And that's the thing you have to think about. If you buy a DSLR camera, like, yeah, I could easily use that for vertical and horizontal or landscape and portrait video. But if I, you know, if I'm going to go the web camera, I would get the stream cam because I like that you can just simply rotate it and repurpose the camera versus shoot horizontally and then try to fit that into vertical. So, and then my third option, I think if I'm going to go to the DSLR route, um, I got to say those PTZ cameras are kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, cause again, when you look at it, like the PTZ camera, it does some of the things your DSLR is not going to do. Like your DSLR is not going to track you. Like, IE when you move, it's not going to move with you. It's stationary versus if I'm using, um, you know, a PTZ camera, I'll have the ability to do that. Right. And so I like that aspect. That to me is a, a nice big step up. So, um, Awesome. Well, this has been a good show. So yeah, I just want, I want to thank everybody for, for, um, for tuning in, you know, just a couple yeah, of you. quick points to everybody. You know, if you want to check out all these cameras and the accessories we've been talking about, go to launch.live slash best cameras. This is episode 113. You can go to launch.live slash EP one, one three with that. We're going to see you all next week. So yeah. thanks a lot for <laughs> tuning in and learning about the best Bye-bye. cameras for live streaming. Yeah. Bye everyone. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.